Hey guys, it's 8 Nobody. Before we start today's episode, just take a second to talk about our sponsor, Sinister Jerky, and you can find that at www.sinisterjerky.com. They have all sorts of flavors from Carnage Asada, OG, the Pickle, which is made with dill flavoring, Cracked Pepper, Mango Habanero, and Sriracha Smoke. All these flavors are amazing. I've tried them all personally, and I cannot recommend them enough. Use code KINGDOM at checkout. For a 10% discount, that code is KINGDOM, K-I-N-G-D-O-M. All right, guys, we'll catch you after the episode. All right, welcome back to CastleComs, episode 50. I don't even keep track anymore. Today on the pod, we have a treat. Today we have a gamer, a 420 friendly gamer, Breezy420. Breezy Clean, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I can't complain. You know, it's Saturday. I got coffee. I don't have to be at work. It's a three-day weekend because of Labor Day. So, you know what? Things are looking fucking great. So, speaking of jobs, I saw that you just recently had a interview. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking for a job right now because I am a young man that needs an occupation <laughs> and I don't want to be lazy the whole day right. so I went out looking for a job I got an interview at a, a local save on foods and um, the it was a nice interview but it was a very weird one because very rude this, one how was it rude did he like look no, at you and tell not, you to get naked not, was this a casting couch interview not because <laughs> there is no job breezy <laughs> there is no job at the end of that interview <laughs> Not the not a rude one, like an interesting one. Okay, okay. The guy, some guy was trying to steal out of the store the same time my interview was going on. Okay. So I had to be outside for half of it. Then he then you had to see this guy getting fucked over, like getting chapped. <laughs> like I. I Imagine if he was like made the robber like bite the curb and he's like, I need you to curb stomp this man if you want this job, Breezy. He's like, I'm not American history exing anybody. I just want a job. Yeah, it was it, we were walking around everywhere the whole time and for like the last like I don't know, seven ish minutes, we were just up at, up in his office talking and that was it really. Sounds like an eventful interview. So when it comes to occupations, how many jobs have you had previously? Is this your first like foray into the occupational realm? So I've not had, counting Twitch, uh, of course. Yeah, I've had a bunch of summer jobs in the past, but this one is my actual job where I've handed in my resume and you know done this whole process. Put on a fancy shirt, sat there across from some older dude and like you know had to sell yourself kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate job interviews, man, because it's always people at their fakest. Like, you know, you just sit there, you never want to be honest. Like, what's your biggest weakness? Everyone's like, "I work too hard." When it was like, "Yeah, you know, some days I don't change my shirt and I game all fucking <laughs> it's like yeah i got really bad posture because i sit in a gaming chair for 12 hours you know like you never tell the truth like yeah you know like one time i uh <laughs> i did this and it was horrible and then we ran from cops you're not gonna tell that guy those stories you're gonna be like yeah you know i'm just always on time and like, i'm never sick <laughs> as you're like dying of covid actually, actually so the day i got the call was in the middle of me dying in my bed, I like I got this Surrey call and I'm just like, no way, it's the save on foods that I applied to. You thought so it was I like an extended I, warranty guy. Yeah. Cause it was well, it was right in my area. Right. And I picked up and he said, Hey, it's is it you? And then my name and then <laughs> I uh I had to frantically try not to sound as sick. Right, you had to maintain. You had to suddenly yeah, sober up to... from all the cough syrup and mucus <laughs> in your lungs. Oh my god, it was so bad. And so I applied for the next. I applied for the next day at one. Okay. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't think I'm even gonna make it till the next day. 
There's no. Thought you were gonna die, or you thought you weren't gonna be able to physically go there. Die. I thought I was gonna die. I'm gonna die, a man with a job. God damn it. (laughs) I was just feeling so sick. So (laughs) I got. It's not COVID though, right? It's just a bad flu. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the mm. thing about COVID, man, is you can take every precaution in the world. Like, for my job, I got to wear, like, medical masks, like N95, P100s, all that shit. And I was good. I wore all that shit. I dealt in hospitals. I dealt with people who were, like, sick and dying. I dealt with all that stuff. I never got it. And then I had a job to go test at a wastewater treatment facility. And I had a cup, I had a cup of coffee without a lid. And some guy coughed in the room. And I drank my coffee because I didn't think about it. And then, boom, bang, COVID. <laughs> so you could be perfect. And then just yeah, one slight like, fuck up and you get it. That's, like, the biggest like pain in the ass someone just coughed in your room yeah and and like covid from it yeah right that's that's (laughs) pretty much like because i I was like trying to figure out how the fuck did i get this because i wouldn't say if i test all the time because my job makes me in these places i go to to go testing they're like hey we have to swab you or hey we got to take your temperature like all that other shit so i was just like hey you know i survived being on covid floors on the east coast when shit was terrible i'm immune and then some motherfucker coughs (laughs) in her room and i'm like dead for two weeks Sorry to interrupt. Let's continue. So you were saying you were uh, you didn't think you were gonna make it. Continue from there. Oh yeah, I was gonna make it, and so I then go downstairs, and I have to I have to drink. My stepmom she got me this cough syrup, and when I got home, it was. Have you ever had Buckley's cough syrup before? I can't say I have. Like, but then again, I'm not a huge connoisseur of cough syrup. Like, yeah, when I was a kid, like, I would drink it to excess to try to hallucinate a little bit because we were bad kids. But (laughs) I don't remember brand names. I'm so glad that you haven't had it. It's like, I can't explain it. It, It's like really. What does it taste like? Does it taste like like absolute (laughs) crap or artificial cherry? Like things that are so artificial, just disgusting. So it's so bad it's i can't i can't explain it it's it's like the worst thing that you can think of it's like okay so if they had you tied to a chair and they're like tell us your most fucked up secrets or we'll make you drink this and they pull out a bottle of that cough syrup are you spilling oh your God. secrets like if you were in a scientology chair and they want to get your dirt is that what's gonna push you over the edge yeah, yeah. I wouldn't drink us. I I actually had some this morning because I had to. But so, what kind of job are you going for at the grocery store? Are you gonna be like loss prevention? Are you gonna be like a bagger? Are you gonna be one of those people that like stock the shelves? Like, what what kind of role are you I'm, going for? I would go for the most basic, bare bones job that you can get at a grocery store. I'm gonna be a general clerk. So oh, basically, my job they pay pretty well in the states, but you're in Canada, right? Yeah. You gotta you gotta stack them loonies and toonies, my friend. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so, for anyone on the podcast who doesn't know what a general clerk is, um, so basically you go into the back and you have a, a bunch of freight, and you have to uh, what is it? You have to unload like two whole pallets for in four hours, right? Which is which is a lot. You got to use like a pallet jack and you got to move it to the station and then you're like, oh, this is dairy. You got to take it to the dairy section or this is like, you know, this is fucking produce. I got to take it over there. Yeah, so the pallet is already, the pallets are already moved because they move it from at the end of the day (laughs) or in the morning and they put the they put the pallets there. So all I had to do is unwrap them. Uh, I had to sort all of them by hand. They're not already sorted. Right. Put them onto the carts, go down to the aisles, and then start uh stop and then start stocking. So but you know what's great about yeah. a job like that? A job like that is it's like a gym because you're constantly moving, you're constantly lifting shit. Some shit's heavier than others, of course, but then you're gonna get some light shit. But it's like I love jobs that negate gym memberships. Because I fucking hate going to the gym. Because it seems like every time I get on a machine, there's always some guy who's always like, hey, when are you going to be done? I'm like, bro, I just got on this piece of shit. <laughs> so if you have a job like UPS or if you have a job where you actually have to lift stuff, and like, yeah, I don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. Yeah. It's a two for one. So that's always that's always a win right there. So with 
the Canadian thing. I'm going to categorize you a little bit because you are from the Great White North. What is your Tim Hortons order? Or are you not a fan of the Horton? I don't go to Tim Hortons often because, well, not because I like it. I do. Uh, I usually like to get a chicken wrap. Okay. All right. Don't be. I like to get the chicken wrap, and I usually like to get uh with the chicken wrap. I like to get uh one of their smoothies because I don't want an ice cap or something hot to go with it because that just seems kind of weird. It's a wrap, right? It's a little strange. Yeah. Getting something uh, super cold and then following up with coffee. It's like, hey, sir, would you like a boiling cup of tea with your popsicle? (laughs) Like, fuck no, get out of (laughs) here. So that's what I like to get. I get the I like to get that, or I like to switch out the chicken wrap for a BLT as well. Those are good. So on the Canadian thing, I gotta ask: Are you a fan of hockey? No. Not a problem. Are you a fan of Canadian football? Uh, no. I only the I I watch uh, the Premier League for football. Nice. So, what about for American football? Are you a fan of of uh, that Canadian football where you have an extra player on the field and they get to run before the snap? (laughs) You know, it's funny. I've never sat down. And watched a whole game of American football. Totally. Ever. Absolutely. I, I understand that completely. That's the thing about sports. It's either you love them or you're indifferent or you completely fucking hate them. Yeah. And the thing about American football is there's a lot of stoppage and there's a lot of ad time. So yeah. I can totally understand why somebody would not be a fan of said sport. So with everything in the Twitch network from your other occupation being a streamer, how long have you been streaming? Uh, So I have been been streaming for probably around i don't know since may ish nice. so what game has been your main like what game got you onto the platform oh. uh so i have been playing uh destiny 2 with a bunch of friends and uh he's like oh you know you should go ahead and stream and I was like, okay, because I was talking about it before that I may stream. And so I got into it. I got everything set up. I actually started with Twitch Studios first. I didn't go over the Streamlabs at first because Twitch Studios was just so much. It was like bare bones basic stuff for me to figure out. Uh what brought you to the platform was it like was there a certain streamer or was it just purely your friend's suggestion that you should get streaming or like did you watch people before you got into it like what was your acquaintance with the platform before you jumped in i i i have i did streaming before i streamed on console for a while i played a lot of PUBG and some other games and so i kind of wanted to I don't know, give it a good try on the PC platform and and just give it a good go and look where I am now. <laughs> exactly. So when it comes to that, when it comes to streaming, like what would you say was the biggest obstacle? What was the biggest hurdle for you when it was getting started? Was it just setting everything up? Was it playing games while dealing with chat? Was it, like, tech issues, like audio? Like, what was the biggest hang-up you had as a newer person? Um, maybe having the, like, the, like, the mentality for it. Like, <clears throat> like, sometimes getting up and maybe doing a stream in the morning was a little rough. But streams in the evening were so easy. They were just, like, you should get on, you just play games like normal. And you would just have a fun time talking to everyone in chat. That's right. So for you, it's more of a social thing. It's more of a hangout. You don't see it so much as a like, oh, I got to talk to these people. For you, it's more of a like, oh, these people are here to like hang out. It's more of a social yeah. like construct for you. It's more like you're hanging out with your friends like on a couch sort of deal. Yeah. I'm a pretty social guy and I like to make friends with new people and I try to. That's another reason why 
I started Twitch because in my in the little bio there, I put I play with viewers that I like to make new friends as right. well. So people come into my chat sometimes and they'll tell me, oh, you know, you're you're playing this game. Can I join up on you? Do you play with viewers? And it's a it's a nice it's a nice experience. Did you have any negative experiences pulling people from chat? Because I know sometimes if you don't vet them before, sometimes people are like, hey, can I play with you? And then once you bring them in, they start, like, <laughs> spamming the N-word or start saying something terrible. Uh, I actually was in a call with friends. I deleted the VOD after. I, didn't, I totally got rid of it. So it's not on the internet anymore or on my Twitch anymore. But Smart. Um, One of my friends, they were talking, for some strange reason, they were talking about, like, politics and i don't want to go down that lane i'm not going to say what they said right i am not into that it's always good to stay away from hot button things like that you know things that people have like very strong opinions on like i know in america we have it's very divisive i'm not sure about the great white north i don't know what you guys argue about up there but i'm sure it's pretty universal that politics and religions are just some things you should just not bring up on twitch so that's I'm as soon as I join the call, all I hear is just a bunch of banter back and forth. And I don't and I don't I don't care what they're saying. So I turn them down. And right. then a few minutes later I hear what they're talking about. Because I hear a certain name from where I am in Canada, a politic. Right. And I completely freak out. I just deafen and leave. Go it's ahead. Like, I wasn't expecting you I, guys to be talking about blowing up the new fees. Like, what the yeah. fuck? We gotta stop the stream now. <laughs> Shut it down. I, I told stream that I was gonna stop it. I stopped it, deleted the VOD, gone forever. I'm sure your chat understood too. They're probably like, oh shit. Is it, would you say the most of your stream? is from canada or would you say the majority of your viewers are more spread out it's more of a shotgun effect uh it it is more shotgun effect when i do look at my like my stats uh most of them are from canada half of them are from america and then half of them from uh completely other countries right so totally so when it comes to the streaming aspects do you have goals that you were going into it with like hey i want to hit affiliate by this time i want to hit partner by this time or are you going into it pure like pure like i'm just going to go into this have fun and see where it goes like what was your approach to getting started in that regard for the mindset (laughs) so my goal at first was to just have fun and i was just gonna go in blind do my own thing play with people that I normally play with and just have fun. Then I realized, oh, why don't I have this sub or this bits button or why don't I have channel points? So I started looking it up and I really wanted these these channel points because I don't know, I had a bunch of good ideas for it and yeah, it would just sort of be a fun thing for my chat to have or if I did. Um... And so I joined this group called the Elite Group, the Elite Team. And they saw me that I didn't have affiliate. So they started helping me out. And I got the affiliate on June 31st. Uh, and that was probably one of the biggest goals as well. And. That on that same day, I hit over a hundred followers on that day as well. Nice. So, so it was a real validating day. Oh yeah, it was nice. So, when you stream, do you have like a set schedule? Like I know you said you like to stream in the more, like afternoon kind of deal. Do you usually have it like I do Monday, Tuesday, whatever, or is it one of those things where you just stream when you feel like it? So, for a while, I was. Be a little crazy about it. My my parents were at work, so I would literally pump out two full streams a day, which sounds ridiculous, and it is. So 
that's quite a I lot. Stopped that. Yeah, I stopped that. So my stream now, and they probably will be for a while. I don't know how it's going to work with work, but basically I start from 8 p.m. Uh, PST and I go as just as long as I want, really. I usually go till 11 and then I stop there and just go to bed, really. So, totally. So, when it comes to <laughs> like the bit points and channel reward points, did you have like certain things in mind? You know, because I know most people do like the basic stuff like hydrate, posture check. Do you have anything that's super fun that is unique to your channel, or are you working on something along those lines? Uh, I am working on putting in a bunch of channel points, like just putting a bunch of redemptions out because I do play a lot of games and uh, for a while on my channel I played Phasmophobia Oh, fun and game, so, real fun especially when you uh, have a good group that like really gets into it, like you can either uh, go the funny yeah. route, you can go the role playing <laughs> route, or you can go like hey, we got this guy in here, he doesn't know what this game's about. We did F all in that game, oh my god, it was so bad but it was so funny. Killing our friends with the cursed object and <laughs> screwing over our friends by opening up their lockers so they would die. Locking them in uh, a room and then putting a Ouija yeah, board. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. So I had this one channel point redemption. I was kind of scared about someone grabbing it. It was... uh, Hold on. Actually, let me look at it. It's something along the lines of like... Uh, I think it's called, like, Surprise. Okay. And basically, whatever map I'm on, it does not matter if I'm on Asylum or if I'm on the smallest map ever. I have to walk around the whole entire map. Every square inch of that map, I have to walk. Oh. So that was a little scary for a while. Especially if you're dealing and, with a demon um, that's gonna fucking go aggro every five <laughs> seconds. You're like, no, God, stop. And then I have another one called uh, Throwing, and it works for any game. And um, it's what it sounds like. I just throw the whole match. I will make some, like, I, I will say something like, Oh, hold on. Like, I gotta go downstairs and do something. I'll tab out. I'll pull up a YouTube video. You just... I'll say that my game crashed. Right. And I'll pull up a YouTube video and have to just sandbag the team. Yeah. Now, do you do that with yeah. competitive games? Do you play like CSGO and stuff? <laughs> like, sorry, guys, I gotta take shit. And you just <laughs> up here for like the remainder of the match. No, I am just for Phasmophobia. Oh, yeah, just for Fazbo. Nice. So, with Destiny 2, I know Destiny is hinting a partnership <laughs> with Fortnite, where they're going to be bringing Destiny skins to Fortnite. Now, from somebody who likes Destiny 2, does that pull you at all to go to Fortnite, purchase those skins, and play Fortnite? Uh, I have been playing Fortnite before the Destiny 2 update. Right before they added it onto Epic Games, which is, um, I think a a good idea because when they added it on Epic Games, they made Destiny free. They made uh two DLCs for the season to be free, and you get the season pass. So, it was kind of a big like big buck deal, and it was it was all showed up in Epic Games and everything. And it was just kind of like a new, like, I don't know. It was like the grapple new players. Like, oh, I get the new DLC. I get another DLC. And I get to, you know, join up with my friends on these raids and do all that. But Right? Yeah. So that's super fun, though, that they're adding. The sense of cool thing about Fortnite is Fortnite seems to be, like, the only game that's able to transcend so many different, like, mediums. Like, shit, we have Dragon Ball Z, they have Halo, they yeah. have Destiny, they have Naruto. Like, literally just throw 
throw a dart at a wall of pop culture, satire, gaming, anything under the sun, you'll probably hit something that's in Fortnite. Oh, yeah. So, with Destiny 2, where it's at, it's been around for quite a while. Are you looking forward to another season, or is it at the point where you feel like (laughs) Destiny 3 is what's needed uh, to re re-energize the gaming platform and like you know everyone in that community. So the way it's going right now is I I took a long break um from Destiny. So I took uh one and a half seasons off. So that would be equivalent to uh, just over 125 days. Just okay. to make that there. Yeah, just to get that out um, there. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. There's like been a bunch of different metas, and Arc 3.0 just came out. So, that's kind of a big upgrade. Uh, we're going to get probably Solar 3.0 here soon. Uh, we already got Void and stasis but i don't think there's going to be needed for destiny 2 or destiny 3 but um because they're going to bring old stuff back they just brought back a destiny 1 raid and yeah so they're just going to keep bringing stuff back are you a fan of the current classes that are in destiny (laughs) and if so how many characters do you have on your servers like do you have one for each class or is it like i'm a dedicated this like what is your approach to that i am a dedicated hunter i love hunter uh i love playing um i like playing fast uh especially in comp i like to absolutely obliterate my opponents and eat their their tears okay um, when you said eat i was like where's he gonna go with this i was like <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's a, it's a great class it's got uh it's got some great utility uh, it's super as well it's also pretty good in pvp and pve so yeah <coughs> That's what I like about the hunter. So, in WoW, back when WoW was big, you could, like, move your talent tree around. You could, like, hybrid certain aspects. Is that something that you would be interested to see in a Destiny type of game? Instead of being married to one class, would you like to see the ability to, like, you know, pick and choose a little bit and make your own kind of hybrid class? Or do you think the way that the tier system is currently, do you think that's the way that it should be? I feel like that's the way it should be because um, <coughs> I feel like in the Destiny community there's so many people that someone is going to find some sort of bug with it and they're going to make the most broken class ever. Everyone's going to be running it for like two weeks because Budgie isn't going to be able to fix it because they're dumb. And <laughs> you then, got that right. Yeah. Like look at look at how they're mishandling Halo. <laughs> look at all this other oh, things. Oh, it's it's bad. <laughs> Have you played Halo? Are you a fan of the Halo franchise? Um I I didn't really play Halo as much. I played it when I was a lot younger. I played the Master Chief collection. That was like the only thing that I got into. I played the campaign. I bring it up because they just put out that they're... I don't know if they're completely tossing this away or if they're just putting it again on the back burner, but they're going to not have co-op campaigns. They are having problems in the esports industry. They have entire teams saying, you know, fuck it, walking away because of what's going on behind the scenes. Like, when it dropped, oh my god, there was so much hype, and they, they just seemed like they were unable to ride the wave you know this just felt like it was very short-lived probably the biggest gaming letdown of this past year i would say was halo oh yeah 
Which is saying a lot because there's been a lot like Battlefield. There's been a lot of games yeah. out there that were dead on arrival. So to have a game oh, yeah. start with so much hype and then just being wow, it's, it's kind of depressing. So from a yeah. Destiny standpoint, somebody who likes Destiny, would you like to see other game modes be introduced into the game? Something like a Battle Royale? Because I know you have like the team fights, things like that. Would you like to see like a Battle Royale, kind of like a like, um, like a PUBG sort of aspect with Destiny stuff. Would you like to see something like that be introduced? I would like to be something introduced with like uh specific like specific like gun game modes. So it would be like hand cannons and shotguns or hand cannons and snipers and just kind of a, a variety of different guns. So if you're not used to them and you want to run something for for comp uh, or you want to run something for trials and you don't know what to run there you go you can get used to it there and <laughs> I feel like that's that would be a good way to learn for new players it would just be like a team deathmatch obviously uh, but it would just be like I don't know something for new players to right. figure out combos and so Destiny is all about the grind it's all about, you know, grinding dungeons, getting the loot, doing what you need to do. Now, is the grind something that you embrace? Is it the grind something that you enjoy? Or is the grind at that point where it's getting too much? Like, how would you say your relationship with the game and the grind don't, of the game are? Don't even get me started on this. It is... if Okay, if you like games, that you would like to sit down for many 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 hours i'm talking a total of like i don't know i would sit i would play games until like starting at like nine o'clock at night till i don't know three in the morning i would just be i would just be grinding raids doing calls doing dungeons solo like <laughs> that 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 would basically be like my life and it was bad <laughs> so you kind of like what people were like back when Warhammer oh no sorry not Warhammer World of Warcraft I, sometimes I confuse those names when World of Warcraft when WoW was big you would say that that was the level of commitment like you know that like full on commitment the no life thing that you saw like what, yeah. South Park was able to yeah. encapsulate that one episode <laughs> that was your commitment oh, yeah, to yeah. Destiny 1 that and was, 2 I I was uh, I was the the big guy where uh, Cartman and all their friends were trying to take down. That was me, basically. <laughs> playing Destiny 2 the whole time, drinking on the red So you're just killing kids dancing on their body. Basically, yeah, and I would get uh, I would get hate messages through, uh, <laughs> through whispers. It was so funny. That's how you know you're just... doing something right, right? Oh yeah, obviously. Of course. So, when it comes to that that vein of topic, so I know recently a lot of people have been getting really against teabagging in game. And for those of you who don't know, I'm sure all you guys know if you're listening to this, when you kill a player in a shooting game, you walk over and you do a little squat up, squat up, like you're crouching, standing up, scrouching, standing up. It's called a teabag. And it has been in gaming for as long as gaming's really been around when yes. it comes to shooters. And recently somebody got the idea that a virtual teabag in game is sexual assault and people have been banned from tournaments people have been there's been ramifications for doing that like people are getting real upset about this recently so let's get it on the record breezy clean 420 what is your take where is your stance on teabagging i think it's i don't think at all it is sexual assault at the end of the day it is a video game. It's pixels. If you, not, if you do not like teabagging, go play a different game. Go play a different genre. Drop your controller or your whatever you have and go over to a different genre. Right? That's all I gotta say. My, my thing is, because, how, how are they upset with this? But in Grand Theft Auto, you can literally pay a sex worker... Oh. And then kill them and take the money. But, but nobody gives a shit about that. Everyone loves Grand Theft Auto. But nobody like, seems to give a shit about that. But if you shoot a Spartan, which is like 
very debatable if it's a person anymore, you know, at that yeah. level. <laughs> it's very strange. It is very strange, the levels oh, yeah. that people reach and what people get upset about. So, oh yeah. as somebody who's played this game, how long would you say you've been into the Destiny field if you had to give it a ballpark? Like one year, five uh, years, I ten have... years? I have been playing for since I was nine. So and quite I, a while. Yeah. So at least uh, like seven years. Okay. So if you could change anything about the way Destiny functions, gameplay, or anything about the game, even if it's like basic menu shit, like what is something that you would change if, in the game if you could? <coughs> Um, I would add, uh, I'm not too sure. I would probably change a few weapons because some of the weapons right now in the meta are just a little too, like, over the top right now. Right. And I would, I would also change some, uh, PVE weapons, uh, because sometimes those aren't, uh, very efficient, so... Yeah, when it comes yeah, to that stuff, it feels like when they introduce a new gun to the game, it's just broken by definition because they haven't balanced it yet. Or maybe they want oh, yeah. people to grind to get said thing, and then they're like, all right, let's put the nerf in now that 80% of our gaming population has this. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it spurs the drive. It makes people want to go hit those dungeons oh, yeah. again and do those certain things again. So with that said, <laughs> do you have a favorite dungeon? Do you have a favorite boss fight? Like, what is your favorite oh. thing to do in the grind for be for Breezy Clean? So, back when Destiny One came out, and when I played during uh, I forget what the DLC was called. It was like the last Destiny DLC. Um, it was the King something, the King's Fall. We're not King's Fall. I don't know. It was something like on the lines of that. And there was a raid called the Leviathan Raid. And that raid was so much fun. Uh, it, it was just basically uh, you had three sets of things to do, so you would have to do uh, you would have to do uh, uh, a puzzle at the very beginning of the raid if you wanted to go into the underbelly. Underbelly is basically just a way to get around the whole like oh it's a huge like battle star and <laughs> and uh you would have these things you would have gauntlet you would have dogs and you would have pools and then you would have the main boss fight uh the th the three that i just listed uh before the boss fight um they change uh weekly and you get keys at the end of every single encounter okay. so then when you go through the underbelly again you get more loot as well so that's something that you would just do at the end of the raid or if you want to go during it it's you're just crazy oh, the loot. <laughs> so when it comes to looting in that game are you a loot goblin like do, do you do you harvest your teammates' kills? <laughs> or, or is that one thing where the etiquette of the game is just like, oh, I didn't kill this person, I don't touch it? Or do you just say, fuck it? Like, what's your approach <laughs> to loot in the game? My friends are loot goblins. My friends... My friends are loot goblins. I, I am a little bit of a loot goblin, but um, I like to... I don't know, I just like to do my job, really. I like to... If I get assigned a role... Or I choose it myself as a role, then I just go ahead and do that. But I will say, I will proudly say that I, I have been a loot goblin. What role do you most dislike in the game? Like, is there any certain role that you get assigned or you're just like, I, I hate this role, I hate doing this, I don't um, want to do this anymore? Probably, uh... <laughs> Um, probably roles uh with callouts. Uh, I hate calling out because you have to speak loud, and you have to be like really like bold. But you're like 
what you're saying. Right. And if people don't hear you, you're going to wipe. You're going to say that it was you. They're going to not complain, but they're going to say, speak up next time. And you're going to redo the whole thing over and over and over again until you get the raid done. Now, with that being said, do you only do raids with friends, or are you one of those people that would doesn't mind running it with randoms? Like, you know, the mixed bag of the game, the flavor of, like, I have no idea what this group's about, but we're doing it. Oh, so... <laughs> I actually met a bunch of my online friends during uh, random raids. Um, so, on console for a while, I played with only, like, a few people so i would only play with like three or four three or two people and most of the time it was just me and this other person and we would go ahead we would uh we would join up on these xbox uh things that needed help and we would find a moment two we would go ahead do the raid and that was it and i will say it was an experience uh, being on the younger side of joining and having everyone being completely older uh, which is kind of hard to find uh, to find groups right? and do all that but now uh, if we're I usually play with a six sack always um, but if we're missing a person we can grab a random so, from, from anyone's Twitch chat or whatever. Would you say you've had more positive experiences or negative experiences when you're jumping into these random groups? <laughs> uh, Pretty negative. <laughs> just flat out. It's like... Uh, like loot goblining or just being dicks or just things like that. Everyone is being mean to each other. Half the time... The main people that made the thing don't know what they're doing. And uh, it's just kind of like, I don't know. They're not giving us like like specifics on like the raid. Like, like I used to do the Leviathan raid a lot. And so there was two modes. There was the regular and then there was the, uh, the legend mode, which was just a whole mess in itself. And no one told us. That was legend mode until the boss fight because you got to do certain things for the boss to to do it correctly or you guys would just wipe. And so he told us after we wiped for like the second time and it was just so annoying because now I knew what to do. It was just it was just so dumb. I hate randoms. Not not all randoms. Right. Just randoms when you're in a dungeon environment randoms where you have to rely on somebody to do something or you have to trust somebody not to take something that might be you know a better item for them or something that they can sell at the store it yeah it's it was kind of the same way with like wow but the nice thing about wow is when you try to pick up a piece of loot if it was like something that was like really nice it'd give you that need or greed option now in Destiny, does it give somebody that need or greed option, or is it just like first come, first serve, take it if you got it? Yeah, first come, first serve. Oh yeah, that can lead to yeah. a lot of toxic toxic places oh, yeah. and toxic and, things that can't happen. Yeah. So, being a fan of the mo- massive multiplayer online genre, did you play New World? New World? Um, no, I did not. Um, I I saw the game and I thought it wasn't going to be into my genre. Uh, I have a very weird uh, genre that I have. Um, so it's I like myself to be all online. Sometimes I do play some single player games, but um, yeah, I didn't really think of New World being like I don't know a game that I would like. Jay, it just didn't appeal to you for whatever reason. Yeah. Just didn't, like, look at it and be like, yep, that's what I want to play. <coughs> I was going to say, on the list yeah. of games that were kind of a disappointment, games that started off super hype and then just died, say New World definitely felt like it belongs in that category. Because mm-hmm. I know it's still going. There's still a player base, but it just feels like 
the hype is gone. <laughs> you know, the magic seems to oh, be yeah. dead with that game. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's probably one of those things where it's like, I'm happy I didn't get up on the hype. But at the same time, I miss that. I, I missed out on that. Like the initial, like, oh my God, this is great. You know, it's like, you want to ride the lightning <laughs> yeah. before it goes. You want to ride that high before it fades. Oh, yeah. So for you personally, is there any game, either as a child or as an adult, that you just had such high expectations for came out and then it was just fuck it was horrible <laughs> like what was that game for you um oh god uh, it was probably i grew up at an era where there was no actually i got a good game black ops 4 okay that was the most disappointing game i have ever played in my life uh the multiplayer was all right i mean multiplayer is multiplayer the maps were kind of crappy really uh and the zombies i am a huge zombies person so the zombies maps were absolutely terrible so when it comes to (laughs) zombies when it comes to that kind of stuff, like what got you into that genre? Was it like the movies, like the Romero movies? Was it like a certain game? Was it like Dawn of the Dead? Like what about what about what brought you to the zombies? <coughs> or was it Call of Duty? Uh I it was just Call of Duty in general. And then uh I had a few uh, I had a few friends that were that played zombies and they're like, yo, you should join us, we teach you and I also saw a bunch of YouTube because I played a lot of zombies during Black Ops 3, and I saw all these YouTube thumbnails about it, like, oh, getting to round 100 on Shadows of Evil, like, this is the way you could do it, and I was just kind of, like, fascinated by that stuff. Right. And so, I don't know, I just started playing it, and I just, I love it. It's awesome. Nice. Have you played any other games in that zombie realm? Like, have you played, like, a Seven Days to Die, or have you played a Project Zomboid, one of those more survival horror RPG kind of things? Or is it more of, like, a, oh, when it comes to zombies, I want to be a first-person shooter? Like, what is your approach to the zombie game genre? Uh, I have played some other games. Uh, I do like a lot of uh, FPS games. Um, I've just kind of grown up with them. I've played, uh, I have played, uh, Left 4 Dead 1 Classic. and 2. Those were amazing games. Uh, and I love the mods. The mods are awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really the only other game. Zombie like, or, yeah, that's, that's what I would consider. Nice. The, the other game that I have played, so. Can't go wrong with a good zombie game. So, when it comes to things moving forward, is there anything that you are looking to do to update the stream? Or is there anything that you're looking forward, like new game for the stream? Or is it one of those things where you're going to continue on as is, like, other than goals changing? Because I'm sure that changed once you hit affiliate. Oh, I'm yeah. sure, like, like, the plans for partner are already starting to get laid. So, what is the biggest thing that you're looking to tackle next? Um, I am wanting to uh, upgrade my gear. Uh, I'm fine with my keyboard and my mouse and everything. My microphone is okay. Uh, I would like to upgrade my PC, though. My P- I was on a budget when I bought it. I had a good chunk of change to put into it. Right. And well, now that you're going to be getting that job stacking those loonies and toonies, I'm sure that's going to go oh, yeah. towards it. So are you thinking about, like, you know, oh, upgrading, yeah. like, the GPU, or are you just going to, like, get a whole, whole nother PC. setup? Nice. Are you going to go pre-build, or are you going to build it personally? I'm going to build my own. Uh, I bought a pre-built, and it has lasted me a, a long time, but I feel like you need to move on from that. And, you know, be big boy, put on your big boy pants and build your own PC and get your own parts. So Have you ever built uh, a PC before? 
No. I'm going to do it probably all on stream. All just all freehand. I've watched videos on it, and I think I can do it. I hey. think. Are but... you intimidated by the build coming out? <clears throat> um, a little bit. But not too much. I think it's going to be a good experience to learn how to do like all the small things when you're doing a PC build and uh, not worrying about all the big mistakes. We're not like, that's not what I mean, but like, y you could probably fix the big mistakes before you even mess up on them. This is what I'm saying. So. Right. Just by, you, especially because you're the one building it, you'd be like, oh, that's the problem. I know exactly what's there. And then you'll be a lot more familiar yeah. with your system. Unlike a pre-build and someone's like, oh, what do you got in there? I'd be like, uh, let me look. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, have to open up, you, have to, you have to open up your task manager and just be like, oh, okay, I can tell you what my CPU graphics card, I can't tell you what uh, the company of RAM it is, but I can tell you the specs of the RAM. Does that make it better? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things when people ask me that shit because mine's a pre-build. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not going to Mine's look. a pre-build as well. It's like, every time it doesn't run, I'm just like, it's a potato, and when it runs great, it's like, it's the greatest rig in the world, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's Very hot and cold. Like, oh, yeah, that's how pre-builds are made. Like, some days, you load up your PC lightning fast. Right. You're like, oh, that's awesome. I'm getting Let my get money's worth. This is the best. Everything streams going smooth, and then out of nowhere, it like your game crashes, your stream lags, your Discord is saying that it's like it's it's gonna it's gonna crash that you need to close the program. And you're just like, what the hell happened? I'm like 15 minutes of the stream. Everything was going <laughs> so I well. <laughs> It's like, who put a voodoo curse on my PC? This sucks. So, from somebody who enjoys PUBG, have you played Super People? Yes, I have. And oh, let what me is your take you on Super People? Pup, I'll just put this out here. PUBG is a good game, but Super People, it's technically, I'm putting quotes on this, it's, it's kind of a ripoff of the game. Uh, it looks a lot of, very similar. It, it looks very similar. It has a lot of the same guns as well. Minus the weird, you know, abilities and capsules and yeah. all that random shit with, like, you know, the super people. <laughs> like, that's where it differs. But, but for the most part, you take away those powers, it's PUBG. Yeah, totally. Um, And with all the super power, like the supers and the or whatever you want to call them, and the abilities, I think it just makes it for a lot better PUBG. I will say that. It's just a whole better game in, in, in itself. And uh, there, there can be a lot of potential with it. I'll say that. And it feels like the circle in Super People moves a lot faster <laughs> than oh, other yeah. games that are currently out there. Like in Fortnite, the first circle collapses pretty slowly. Same thing about PUBG. Oh, this one feels like it goes kind of fast. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I got killed oh, in the yeah. circle the first time I played it. I was like, what the fuck? I would survive in like, any other game yeah. doing this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, when it comes to super people, what is your favorite class of super people? Like, what is your. Do you like the nuke? Do you Ooh. like the shotgun specialist? Like, which. If when you get that class, which one are you looking at? You're like, fuck yeah, I love that one, or you're just like, oh, I gotta deal with this. Like, do you have a favorite uh, or a least favorite? <laughs> uh, I I do not like all the shotgun classes. Um, I know shotguns are good, but sometimes you're not gonna have, like, I, it's, it's kind of like mid-game when you get, uh, when you get your care package, and it's just you're just kind of thinking to yourself, do I really want to pick up a shotgun? What I'm not probably not going to be able to use it. I'm just going to have to use my one trusty assault rifle or whatever gun you're running. Like, I don't know. In my opinion, I love the M4 class, the M4A1. That that one is uh awesome. Solid weapon. 
And so customizable too. That's the thing I love about the M4. Oh, yeah. In like any game, like Tarkov or PUBG, it's just it's just a pretty gun. It's a beautiful gun, and you can do so much to it. It's uh, oh, yeah. I like picking that one up as well. And the thing I do like about Super People is is if it does like a special bonus to that gun, like when you aim down the sight, it'll have like this little like it looks like you know when you look on your phone and it's like oh I have three bars, it'll give you those bars, but for oh, like yeah. damage, <laughs> that is kind of neat. Like I haven't seen that in any other game that I can yeah. think of off the top of my head. So Super People, super fun. Is there any battle royale that you don't enjoy? Because I know we talked about Fortnite a little bit. But I just want to get your take. Like, if you had to rank the battle royales, how would they stack up? Give me, give me your list, top um, to bottom, of ones you've top played. To bottom. Yeah, if you had to like say, uh, oh, PUBG over Fortnite, like number one, this, number two, that, like, of the ones you've I played, was, obviously. Uh, I've played very few. Uh, Black Ops Four, Blackout. I don't know if you remember playing it. A long time um, ago, I do remember playing. That. <laughs> it was a minute ago, though. Uh, it was, it was a hit and miss game. Um, I would say the category wasn't very uh, organized, uh, and also the map was just very. It was very open and jumbled, and there was a lot of glitches with the with the map as well. So, uh, I played. Uh, I've been playing Realm Royale again. Okay. That's an awesome game. Um, but there is there is a few things that uh that are weird about it. Uh, the aspect of when you die, you get turned into a chicken. But <laughs> uh, the abilities of the chicken are just I feel like just a little weak. But I mean you're. A chicken, you can't do much. So, well, except for, you uh, know, lay would... eggs and bacock around. Yeah, <laughs> like the CS:GO yeah. chicken. Like I'm here to get yeah. shot. That's what I'm here. Yeah, uh, I would put that probably at a good like C, like C tier, B tier, baby. Um, I would, I would put, uh, go along with super people, super people. Uh, amazing game. I love the aspect. I love all the guns. I love that you can, uh, get, like, like, you can get this power-up and this power-up throughout the match with your certain character and your, and these guns do more damage to people and that also it's a great game. helps with replayability because it's just like, oh yeah, playing an entire oh, yeah. different class. Whereas PUBG, you're just dropping, you're just a random dude, and you're like, oh, I gotta get this gun, oh, yeah. and your your match is more dictated by the guns you get and the gear you get. Whereas that one, it's not only dictated by the guns, but it's also yeah. dictated by your class and how you're able to manage that class. Like, oh, I found capsules, and I was able to kill everybody in that building with yeah. my nuke, or you know, whatever things like that. Yeah, uh, I would play super people at a good A tier. Uh I don't think any every everything that I've played so far isn't gonna be like total total uh S tier at all. I think everything will probably be like A tier, B tier, C tier, and if it's just extremely bad, it will go into the D tier. Um, is there any game? Oh, continue, continue. I was just gonna say as well. There's no game that should go into if there if there was an F tier. I don't think any game should go into there because if it's F tier, that means it's like it's never been seen by like a day of light. Right. But it just never got you, out of you, beta or alpha or anything if, like that. If you yeah. That would be considered something in F tier if it didn't make it out of the, the early stages of the game. But if it's a full release of the game... The worst grade you're going to give is a D, right? Yeah. it Like, if people made microtransactions, if the game make, made some sort of money from it, it's a successful game. Like, that's what I got to put it as. True. So, when it comes to microtransactions, are you... Where, where, where do you stand? 
do you hate it? Is it something that you understand and you're just like, oh, it's okay if it's kept to like a certain degree? Or is it something like you're all about it? Like, where do you stand on microtransactions <laughs> in games currently? Um, I don't buy. Okay, well, that's not true. Uh, a long time ago, uh, I bought a lot and lots of these mini microtransactions. And I'm coming to think of it like not a waste of money, but like, I don't know. It's just kind of like a thing where it's just like, once you get up into the higher prices, it's just like, oh, $50 for like, I don't know, like 10K credits for whatever game you're playing. It's just kind of, you're just kind of thinking of it like, am I going to get the most value out of this? And if I do get it, what will I spend it on? And you kind of have that like, I don't know, that pre-thought before you buy all your credits. And if you have nothing that you're going to spend it on, then you're most likely not going to get it. So that's that's kind of my point or my forte on it. So, I mean, I don't mind them, but I think they're okay to for uh for certain games like uh black ops warzone you know the really big games but maybe the small games i mean they're necessary they gotta make money somehow but that's that's my opinion on it absolutely so we're getting close to our time constraint we like to keep it between an hour hour and a half because people have short attention spans in the podcast realm especially (laughs) so now is your time breezy clean 420 to say whatever it is you want to say so if you want to thank like a sponsor if you want to shout out moderators if you want to plug events or things coming up with your stream now is your time to do whatever it is you want to do the floor is yours alrighty I would like to thank 8bit for uh, inviting me onto this podcast, I I was not expecting to come on to here, but I did. Uh, I would like you guys to go follow Eight Bits, Sushi's, and Stiggle Trav's new podcast, Idiots and Friends. That's what it's called, right? Yes, that is what it's called. INF Idiots and Friends. There's uh, I think a new episode coming out soon. Oh, yeah, we're set to record tomorrow, actually. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'll be listening to it. Appreciate uh, that. Um, I <laughs> I know there's a YouTube uh I know there's a YouTube video where it has uh everyone's face and you could see everyone. That was a cool thing. That's what I watched. Uh and I would like to thank uh Stagel Trav as well. Uh, for kind of, I don't know, just letting me fall, th- not letting, but like kind of just helping me. And uh, when I told him, he was like, "Oh, that's like good." And when I posted onto Twitter and everything, everyone was just kind of uh, happy for me. Nice. And yeah, and I would just like to thank everyone who's who's probably listening as well. So yeah. Appreciate that. So, if you had the choice to get, like, you know, because there's a lot of sponsors out there, there's a lot of people out there in the world. If you had a chance to work with any sponsorship in the streaming realm, <laughs> what would that company be if you had your choice? Oh, it would probably be um, something on the lines of like beef jerky. Beef jerky. I. Okay love beef jerky as a snack um i've had uh, a few companies in mind um i know they're probably not looking for sponsorships but uh there's one that's uh killer jerky that's um that's the one that i've been looking at for a while and they just also started shipping to canada so that's a cool thing nice uh and the one that's sinister jerky uh, uh, you probably know him, Toast oh, yeah. Flowers. Uh, he's actually one so, of the sponsors of the pod. Yeah, you should yeah. definitely check him out. He's got good stuff. Uh, Cracked Pepper is probably my favorite one that he's got. <laughs> the Sriracha is a close second. Yeah, um, 
code kingdom at checkout for 10% off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're interested in it, he's got on the website, he's got like a little part where you could like contact him. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, it doesn't never hurt yeah. sass. Worst thing somebody can say no. is no, you know. <laughs> and then uh, if you had your, if you could like, you know, stream with anybody, like, you know, co-streams, things like that. There's a lot of people on Twitch. If you could play there's lots or make content with anybody, who would it be? Um <laughs> that's a hard that's, that's a hard super one difficult, to I know. Oh, it's so difficult. I uh I like um a lot of people. It would probably be with uh probably uh some I like to play a lot of Rocket League and where I'm sitting now, I would like to get better. I would probably go ahead and play with uh, a pro player from NRG. I don't know who, but I would definitely play uh, a pro player from NRG, though. It, that would be, like, the world to me. That would be awesome. Nice. Nice. Well, anyway, Breezy, I'd like to take this time to thank you. For coming on the podcast i know it's difficult <laughs> to you know commit time on the weekend especially to a stranger to talk about gaming so i'd like to thank you for taking that leap thank you for reaching out and asking to be on the podcast always looking for people other than that we're gonna stop it there i'm the 8-bit nobody today we've had the pleasure of having breezy clean 420 now go outside and touch and or smoke some grass and we'll catch you all next time on the comms.